Oh, absolutely. 100%. We're always keeping it further. You know that. You know it, you know it. All righty. I'm feeling mighty fine this evening. Clap on the headphones, brother. Let's get to it. You golden? All right, here we go. Hand Planet Podcast, episode number five. Prepared for takeoff in five, four, three, two, one. Top of the morning, folks. Good afternoon and good evening. Welcome to the Hand Planet Podcast. I'm your host, Peter Ham, and super excited that you're tuning in today. Hope you're having a damn good day, an amazing night, a great morning, and a great week, wherever that shall be in this journey of time. And wherever you may be right now, I can guarantee you that this Ham Planet podcast episode is going to pump some energy into your life. As you know, if you're new to listening, the Ham Planet podcast is all about spending time with great people, sharing great stories, and sharing valuable life lessons and things and experiences that have occurred in our lives. And I look forward to doing that with every single guest that we have on the Ham Planet podcast. So today's guest is really a special one. He is a former first team all big 12 middle linebacker he is a proud oklahoma state graduate he is a pivotal piece of the puzzle at primerica and he's a great friend of mine he is someone that i have shared many 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 phenomenal memories with he is the one and only chad whitener and chad i'm looking forward to talking about your football career today talking about how life is for you now that you're in the professional world and most importantly i'm looking forward to shooting the breeze because we always have a good time when we shoot the breeze so the first thing i want to get into i'll hop right into it is i know you had quite the journey when it came to your football career you went from mansfield high school and you played really well you were a savage and you went to Cal Berkeley on a full scholarship, playing middle linebacker. And then I know a lot of things changed in your life and maybe you weren't satisfied with where the program was heading. And then you went to Oklahoma State. You walked on there. So I want to, uh, I'd love for you to tap us into how was that journey and go ahead and just put us in your shoes for a bit, if you don't mind, brother. So. Take it away. Yeah, I think looking back at it, Cal um, would have probably been a really good decision long-term, like thinking about it. Uh, but at the time, just I wasn't really extremely happy with everything that was going on. Uh, just some stuff internally, like with the program and some things I just – I really wasn't aligned with out there. And I yeah. played early, played early, and then I decided like I wasn't going to – I didn't want to be there anymore. Uh, so – Came back, went to Oklahoma State, walked on. And how was the walk-on experience for your brother? Because as a good friend of yours, I remember that time. And I remember it being really intense for you. And I know you were looking at a few different schools. And uh, how did it go? Like, what, what all 
did you do? So that was a pretty big decision because I was I was really looking at like TCU or coming to OSU. Those yeah. were like my two main schools. Um, and then talking to Crabs because Crabs was there. Then talking to George because George is already at TCU. Just talking to both of them and about like how the program was, especially like on the defensive side of the ball. And it just it made more sense for me to what what I needed to go where I needed to be was Oklahoma State. So that's why I decided to go Absolutely. there. And then it's a beautiful thankfully place. my parents being thankfully my parents being in a position financially where they could give me like they could be okay with me giving up a two hundred thousand dollars scholarship at Cal. I mean, because it was like sixty grand a year to go there. Shout out Mama and Papa Whitener. Yeah, for real. So uh, um, that was you know at, you knew it was a it was what you felt in your heart. So like it was a good choice just all around. Yeah, like I, I knew it was somewhere. I, I feel I felt like I was I felt like I was closer where I needed to be because I felt like it was a place that genuinely cared about football, uh, which at the time I, I genuinely oh, yeah. thoroughly cared about football. Uh, so and you got to be around. That people was a big do. part of it for me. And then that whole year was just like a grind. Um, I remember like for a while, like I didn't like I kind I guess I kind of developed like somewhat of an eating disorder because like I wouldn't like I would eat breakfast and then the rest of the day i would only do like two protein shakes because i wanted to be i wanted to be like at a certain weight you're trying to lean up for every reason yeah i was trying to like i because i wanted to be as fast as i possibly could be at the spring game and everything yeah so like i just it, made sure like i weighed in to like 231 232 i made sure i stayed under 235 like that whole spring and then ended up getting the scholarship at the end of the spring and then was kind of a backup special teams guy. And then the guy who was starting tore something in his knee in the middle of the game against Kansas State. And then I came in and I played like lights out. I had like nine tackles, uh, I had nine tackles, two sacks, all kinds of stats. Like I I got a, a crazy game. Doubled up on the sacks. Yeah, that game I had two sacks. Like it, was, it was a crazy game. And then from then on, it just, and then from then on, it just took off. And then that was the same year I still had that that crazy game against TCU, where I had those two picks against Trayvon Boykin, whenever he was still like a Heisman guy. Yeah. And that's kind of just like the trajectory of my Oklahoma State career kind of just started there. When you came into that game where you had two sacks, do you feel like something changed in that moment? Uh, no, not really. I mean, I kind of, I, I always had an idea because I, football to me was easy. I learned how to read offenses, learn how to read defenses and just like understanding like the puzzle of the game. It literally is just like, it's literally Tetris. That's what football is. It's just Tetris. I love that. So like, that's how I always thought about football. So whenever I went in, I already knew all my fits. I knew what the place I was supposed to be because I studied all yep. of it. Like, I, I was ready to go. Absolutely. So, just I mean I just went and played and so that's just because it wasn't really anything different like from high school like I averaged like 160 some tackles a, a year in high school so it wasn't like anything that's a lot wasn't anything new yeah like I averaged like my senior or my junior year, I averaged like 22 tackles a game just putting people down yeah that was in high school though not in college but in high school like I was so like I was used to, I was just used to just going out oh, we, and finding we, ball, getting ball. We eat nation. Yeah, good old pain eat, train. Eating heavy. 
that was that was the most that was the most that's when football was truly the most fun high school was when football was like fun fun college was fun because like yeah. it's a big time you kind of understand it a little bit more you get to be on tv there's an extra element interviews. yeah you do interviews you do all that stuff like that's cool like yeah. all those people are nice doing interviews are cool um i guess you kind of it makes you really learn how to manage emotions because there are the high highs and also the low lows like with football. So, I mean, it's just, it really makes, there's so many things that I actually do learn from the game that make that made that whole journey a lot worth a lot of the effects that I'm dealing with now with my body, as far as like my neck right. and like my back and stuff like that. That was the price for the experience that I got. And the experience was very well worth it. And it was, it was a lot of fun. And I met a lot of fun people and had a lot of, fun times i will say i love to hear that and i know you did luckily i was part of a few yeah you were you were part of more than a few brother oh more than a few and many more to come a lot more to come gotta gotta watch the first cowboys game together no doubt about that we need to we need to go figure out we need to he's yawning okay never mind i thought my dog was having a seizure never mind he was yawning uh but uh Thank God your dog is good. Rocky, yeah, you good? Yeah, right. Rocky? How's that, how's that meat stick doing? You over there being thick? Sausage? You're Sausage? You over there just being a thick-ass boy. Just huh? staring at me being being thick. Great guy, though. Always sharp. Always got his bow tie on. Always drinking a scotch. Good lad. Yeah, so, I mean, there's just, I mean, it was just a price of, it was just the price of doing it. I mean, it's just, it was worth it. Um, it was fun. Met a lot of good people. Had a lot of good memories. I don't remember some stuff, but I definitely can relate to you on that, brother. And I know there sure is a lot of things that I wish I could remember more from the college days. And for one reason or another, I don't. But would you say you don't remember some things due to having too much of a good time, or are we talking concussion reasoning? I've only been knocked out like three times, but I think by what like an actual definition of a concussion is, I I can't even imagine how many I've had. That's the thing that's tough about it, you know, because it's hard. I feel like, and I'm no scientist, don't get me wrong, but I feel like it's hard to classify what exactly a concussion is because something does have to occur where there's someone around you who notices that something happened to your brain. Yeah. And then you know, someone's not always there. And then there's certain people who can just have that happen and have to keep going. I feel like that's happened to you. That's happened to me. But I don't, it's hard to define it, but I mean, I've never been like out cold. I mean, it's crazy. I mean, I remember one time, I remember one time in a game, I knew I had a concussion and I didn't say anything. It was my soft it was my junior year and i made a tackle i made a tackle and i got up and i was facing the wrong way and my safety realized it and told me to get off the field brother so you're telling me on national tv you were still in battle mode even though you were concussed and when you were on the field you were looking at the complete opposite end zone and you weren't really aware of that yeah, I was facing backwards at him, and like I stumbled, 
And he oh, saw me stumble. Whew. Yeah. I'll, I'll tell you what. That ain't good. It's not the best. But I was – I mean, I was. I wanted to play. I wanted to win. The will to win is absolutely a powerful thing, brother. And, you know, if your job is to go out on the gridiron, give it all you've got and pour your heart and soul into it and do everything you got to do to win, you got to do it. You want to get you want to get done what you want to get done. I couldn't agree more. And the thing is, part of wanting to be great is that you want to really get to that level and get to that threshold where you're pushing your body to where you might pass out or you might like lay it all on the line. And it ain't gonna be easy. Yeah. And honestly, I, I that's something I kind of I miss too was I miss getting to, like, that point of exhaustion. It's been – it had been so long. Chad, you need to play rugby. I cannot – I'm not playing rugby. Give it a shot, brother. You would love it, honestly. Brother, I got, I got this beat up – I got this beat up with playing with pads on. Can you imagine what if I played without pads? Well, we'll negotiate later. Yeah, we'll figure it out. Howdy there, ladies and gents. Chad and I just entered intense negotiations and discussions about him getting on the rugby pitch, and we are going to continue those discussions later. But good news. We're back in action. We're back on the podcast, and we're doing a little switch up of topics. So stick with us. Stay tuned. We're talking about turtles, plastic, and all types of good things. So, Chad and Peter, take it away. Which I feel like glass ain't going anywhere. I don't think so either, especially with all the crazy stuff happening with plastic. Save the turtles, right? Yeah, shout out, shout out Turtle Nation, brother. Shout out big turtle guys. Big turtle guys. They're like one time when I was in Hawaii and I accidentally – I didn't know it was a felony to touch yeah. one. So, I got super close to one and almost touched it, and I got yelled at. Was it like uh, a sea turtle or a snapping or? Yeah, it was actually a sea turtle. We, I was in the ocean. And not, so a nice fella. Yeah, I was, I was just diving down. I was like, hey, there's a turtle here. And they said, don't you touch it because it's a fine. It's like a $10,000 ticket. If you're going to pet it, give it a little scratch on the back. What's wrong with that? Yeah, bro, because they're endangered. You can't touch them. Yeesh. I did not know well, that. I mean – that is true. They are kind of like uh, – they're a rare specimen. Yeah, you don't see them everywhere. Oh, absolutely not. And they're just resilient. They live forever, which makes zero sense to me. They they like how, well, they have some sort of genetic makeup that gives them that ability to continue to function. And honestly, it's crazy how slow they are on land, but – they can in swim the water, laps around the world. Yeah, they're, they do swim laps. Around, they literally do. Yeah, they can survive in 80, 85% of climates, I feel like. Yeah. You find a turtle yeah, just about go, anywhere. As long as it's not super cold, they're okay. Yeah. Yeah, they definitely I avoid. Bet uh, I bet Chris probably sees a bunch of them down there in Puerto Rico. Oh, absolutely. They're, they're, uh, they're huge down there. 
Yeah, so I'm saying like he just in one of those perfect spots. They also have whales down there, brother. And crazy thing, Cham and I were doing a early morning fire up rocky jog on the beach. Love to see it, 6 a.m. And then right when the sun started coming up before after we did our jog, two whales just flying in the air. Massive specimens. It was they're big. Huge guys. Yeah, they are. They're terrifying. They seem they seem like they're nice. The thing is, like, even if like away. they are being nice, if they mess with you in any real way, that could be it. Yeah. Like, even if they're like playing with you. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. Would it be like how kind of we are with a Chihuahua, or even I think, bigger? I feel dude, like I think I think we're even bigger than that. I think it's like us messing with like what a guinea pig. Let's go guinea pig. Shit, actually, that. Like when you think about it, like, yeah, they're, like I don't know that, they're like that, they're like they're like smaller than our foot. I mean the uh, blue whale. We're not nearly as big as like a. We're not nearly as big as like a freak. We're like as ant compared to a blue whale or gray whale or a blue whale. Uh, I put it. I I put us at a a, a baby mo- mouse. They're like a grasshopper, like a big and, grasshopper. Yeah, I prefer I not to be an insect. Because I feel like that means they could squish me. But exoskeleton dog. They don't work that well from my experience. But I mean you gotta think about it in context. Like <laughs> you have all that car accidents you want, you're fine. Well as a grasshopper. Okay, what which which insect has a like very structurally sound uh exoskeleton system what's like the main i think it's a uh what's it called those stick bugs or praying mantis praying mantis has an insane one am i right or no and obviously peter doesn't know if he's right and chad doesn't know if he's right so we are going to leave it up to you the beloved audience to answer the question does a praying mantis have the most structurally sound exoskeleton out of all the insects in the insect kingdom. Let us know in the comments below. And while you're at it, give us a thumbs up, give us a five-star review on Apple, and give us a good old like on Facebook. We'd greatly appreciate it. And good karma will be coming your way if you hook it up. Back to the podcast and back to talking about Puerto Rico, actually, and a little bit of tax incentives. Chad, PTZ, take it away, fellas. Uh, they just came out with a law. Literally, they're they're doing crazy shit with the taxes down there to where it's like they are wanting people to get down to Puerto Rico and start making moves, making businesses, and making things happen. Anyone who is below 35 and has their own business, their first 500K is tax-free. Damn. So I've heard. 
That's pretty this, sweet. This recently became uh, a law, which is huge. That's awesome. I mean, think there's probably a lot of people out there that are working on building a business. I, I mean, shit, me and you. Yeah, for real. Which moving to Puerto Rico, obviously, you gotta have a certain type of, of business. But you know, there's a lot of people out there that could use that, especially if you're living somewhere somewhere else that has higher taxes in Texas. That's true. Oh, hey there. It's me again, Commercial Peter. And, of course, Chad and Peter are bouncing around, having a good time, and we're moving forward with the podcast, talking about some architectural innovations that Mr. Whitener is putting into play. Let's see what he's got to say. What we're doing, we're working on buying a lakefront lake house, a waterfront lake house, and because a lot of the ones that have been there are kind of like outdated, like they're kind of older builds, the insides are kind of old. Uh, I asked my dad if we do end up getting one, if I could be the one to designs and kind of re redoes, like what designs the remodel. So kind of just thinking about some different ideas, like maybe open up the back so you can see a lot of it out of the glass and tinting the windows. And then also kind of making like a living room slash, theater section and in the house and uh just some different ideas and i don't know i think i think doing i think that stuff like that's fun because it's like a real artistic release um get to actually study something new outside of what i do on a day-to-day basis which is super fun for me and commercial break podcast peter is back here again we are now switching up the topic talking about getting swole and staying swole and hitting the gym during the Rona, Ravage, Savage times. Carry on. So how you been going to the gym? I've been going, brother. Been going to good old 24, Met- good old Metroflex a couple times. Do you have to get like masked up and stuff to go? Max, yeah, lately. Masked up. Yeah. Uh, like at 24, it's touchless check-in. Like you just walk by with your phone and show them uh, this picture of you on your phone and walk in. And they've got a lot of the water fountains like taped off. Shut off, right? Which I hate because when I'm trying to go hard, I would like the source of water near if I'm on the verge of like passing out. Yeah. Which I like to get to that brink because. You know, that's where you're. That's where you actually get. That's games. where you're getting. Yeah, that's where you're getting the games. Couldn't have said it better myself, brother. And yeah, it's. You know, it is what it is. I'm still getting in there. Still getting after it. I, I usually am always the one guy who's, who's uh, still. In the old free weight section, when the cleaning crew comes around and like, sir we need you to leave for our 30 minute cleaning period. And I'm like, Oh, you know, I was just in the zone. All right. I'll get out of here. Sorry about that. Sometimes you just got to assert yourself like that, Pete, I guess. Right. Well, not trying to assert myself, brother. I go to the area of the gym that I am fully aware of that. They're going to clean last because they, they go side to side 
I, I know the I know the guys who work there, and gals, great people. And I just keep getting after it, keep hitting the weights, keep working hard, until they tell me to leave and they need to clean the area that I'm in. And once they do, I'm out of there. Got to maximize uh, hours in the meat factory while you can at this time because there's some crazy rules and some restrictions that can make it tough at the gym. But outside of the gym, you can go for a run. You can do lunges in your yard. You can do a thousand burpees like you. Yeah, that's basically all I do. I just I, – I haven't had a gym membership since I lived in Alabama. I just started working out really at home in the garage and just uh, hopped on the bike. <laughs> Lost like 60-something pounds. How much are you biking per day? Uh, when, I do, when I do hop on, I'll go for like an hour and a half or like maybe two hours. And you're on the street. You're on the street. You're on a trail. You're – so it depends. Like sometimes, like when I do go ride on trails, like I'll go with Matt Mayer, yeah. and then uh, I love that y'all are doing that. By the way, I think it's awesome. Yeah. And it's so Matt fun. Matt has got shredded. Yeah, dude, he's lost a ton of weight too. He's looking great. He's feeling great. I talked to him last night. He's yeah, dude, he looks awesome. And then um, you love this big trip, big big trip coming up with him in a few months. So that'll be fun. Love to hear that, brother. Where are you two goons planning on going? Talk about we're talking about we're starting to plan going to Yellowstone up in Wyoming. I like that. Yeah. So like talk about going lot. talk about going to Yellowstone. It's like a twenty some hour drive. So that'd be fun. Go up there, See, get an Airbnb or something. I love it. Absolutely. And uh, the thing about that is it's a beautiful drive the whole way. Exactly, because you're going through, like, New Mexico, Colorado, a little bit of Utah, maybe, and yeah. you go up into Wyoming and stuff. It's going to be sweet. New Mexico is beautiful. Well. Um, yeah, because we got through Santa Fe. We got through Santa Fe. So Santa 75%. Cool. 75%. From what I've seen. No. No, no, no. Dude, New Mexico, New Mexico is trash. I used to live in New Mexico. New Mexico is trash. Well, it's not trash, brother. It's got it's, it's, No, no, no. It's, it's pretty bad. Well, I lived there. I don't live there now because New Mexico is not the best. I'll give you that, brother. Maybe not the best, but we both know New Mexico ain't got nothing on the Lone Star State. Yeah, Texas yeah. is the bomb. Don't get me wrong. New Mexico is pretty state. It's just not the best state. Texas, we got what you need. I feel like that's good way to put it. We got everything. Yeah. You want to go to the city? Perfect. We got we got quite a few. You want to go? Ones. You want to go ride a horse? Well, you can do that just about anywhere. But mm-hmm. well, ninety percent of places you can yeah. do that. You want to go? You want to go to the ocean? We got it. You want to go see the hill country? We got it. Everything. You want to go? To the desert and go see Guadalupe Peak. Uh, good old Guadalupe Peak. One of the most majestic mountains in North America. And the tall mountain in Texas. Maybe you knew that. Maybe you didn't. But regardless, 
you need to smash the like button. Anyways, enough of commercial podcasts, Peter. Let's get back to the topic at hand. The boys are now talking about good old music. Enjoy, ladies and gents. I love that song. I've been I've been on a big Daft Punk kick lately. I've been on a big house music thing lately. Oh, let, let me know what you're into because I'm into it too. So I go I kind of throw back to some old Calvin Harris and then some David Guetta. David Guetta goes hard. Some, Great guys. Like hey brother, like hey brother, some like classic Avicii, you know what I'm saying? Oh, what a song. And then uh, a little what bit of goldfish. Song. Shout out to Matt. Shout out to Matt Mayan for showing me goldfish too. Uh, they're pretty sweet. Flume, okay. Galantis. And then um, there's a new Ty Dollar Size song out called Ego Death. And it has Skrillex on it. And it gets real house music toward the end. And it's super, I like it a lot. It's fun. Because it's like, like we talked about earlier, it just brings energy. Oh, I couldn't agree with you more, brother. That's why. I feel like a lot of the music that is coming out now that has a variety of different sounds and there's a lot of stuff that's made via technology and different types of noises and incredible DJs that are able to put all of this new sound together in a way that just feels good and sounds good. And it makes sense. I couldn't agree more. And there's all different types for different types of people. And, you know, if you want your intense, crazy shit, they've got it. If you want your chill vibes, they've got it. If you want your, you know, having a cigar and a whiskey, you got it. The tempo for everything, which is so fun. Beautiful I, 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 I mean, I, I thoroughly enjoy music. I listen to the music so much. Like, I think I kind of got it just like from football. And like whenever I did, I guess you play video games. I just kind of like started like really falling in love with music. So like I always have something going, and I'm more like I kind of get weird. I guess like with music, mm-hmm. like when I like a song, I play the okay. same song. I could play the same song like over and over and over and over and over and over and over again. No shit, I'm the same yeah. way, brother. I'm literally the exact same way. Like whenever I find a song and I want to work out to it, I'll yep. play it for an hour and a half, and I'll just I'll just play the same exact song. Just full go. I love this song, but we do burn it out quickly because I'm the exact same way. I'm not kidding. You can ask a lot of people I know. If I find one, I play it probably a hundred times. And then I'm like, all right, I've listened to it enough. Yeah. Like, like it was fun. I have it. Like it was, I got, I got it. It was a beautiful thing. Uh, Cause I remember, I think I I noticed it cause I got, uh, I got told by a girl I was dating that yep. like hey why don't you ever change the songs and i was like what do you mean oh yeah like, you don't, it's just like you've been listening to the same song for like three weeks i said oh my bad i haven't realized it i just kind of been driving around <laughs> i feel like it's hard for a guy to know a harder for a guy to kind of notice that or it doesn't even matter we just love the songs we love one of those two yeah i think it's a combination of both but like that's not something I ever like really think about, you know, like I'm conscious of stuff, but that's not ever something that I'm like, I'm thinking about, I guess. I don't know. I just, I, I focus, I try to focus on other things, but I like having the rhythm of music because it's something to move to, I guess. It's something to move to. It's something to 
awaken the mind is something to honestly put your mind in any state that you desire. And as music develops more and more each and every day, which is, it is mind blowing to see the way the music industry and podcast industry and the video industry, all three of them combined are really just going to the next level that humanity has honestly not been to, which is something we all might need to take a step back and look at and be like, damn, we've got a lot of great technology in our world yeah. and around us. That's really like true too. How quick things have accelerated too. Like I feel like from 2000 to 2005 or three, or I don't know, or in that time, you know, it was what it was. You had your VHS, you had a Nintendo or your Sega, you know. And then all of a sudden, now we have VR. Well, the thing is, now is there's a new and better thing for a new part of your life that you might potentially need or could help you, which being able to identify that is key, I feel like. Yes, yeah, and And there's just more and more of it every day it's more accessible to people and shipping's insane i mean yeah that even like that even ties with like what we were talking about earlier too like with the heart rate monitor and just all the technology yeah. that's available to us now like like when you think about it that's crazy to think about like how like how are we how are we supposed to know like even like figuring out like a zoom call like whoever would have thought right. we'd be doing a full-blown conversation like this over internet and then still be able to post it and do all the stuff you want to do. Like, it's crazy to think about. Be able to record it, see each other clearly, speak. Feel like we're honestly, I feel like we're sitting, you know, having a drink at a, a pub, just shooting the breeze. Yeah. Can see you crystal clear. And it can be recorded, downloaded put onto the internet and viewed by blank amount of people. Hopefully a lot. Hopefully a lot. Hopefully a solid amount. So like, so when you started your podcast, like what is like, I guess yeah. one of your, what's like one of your biggest goals with it? Like overall. The goal of the Hand Planet podcast is to speak with some of the most Incredible people I've known in my life. And you know me. I'm a nice guy. And I feel like I have been blessed to know a lot of great people, such as yourself, such as a lot of great people. And something I love to do is always help tap into people's lives, learn about them, and at the same time, help them voice their opinion, help them speak about what they're doing in life. And most importantly, the thing I like about it most is it's for the story. And yeah. it's for the, it's for the history. And given, uh, given what's in the vision, I think, uh, I think we're going to have a lot of great people on the podcast. And I think we're going to have a lot of great conversations that hopefully go down in history. I mean, they're recorded, so they're, they are history already, right? Amen to that, brother. 
we are getting started on the right foot. Oh yeah. You know, ancient Roman times, they had the document history on lambskin. Yeah, we just, I, I, I'd rather use a dad, I'd rather use this than a lambskin. The lamb is delicious and I'm not, I'm not opposed to killing a lamb, but. Lamb is good for you too. It's easier on you than beef is. Yep. I love beef. Too. I, had a, I had a good old steak today too. I made one, I made one real fast. Just a quick one? Just a little quickie in the oven. Quickie in the oven, a little bit of. Little How, long bit of uh, How long did you put it in? Because I'm working on this too. I kind of just do it uh, by eye. I just kind of keep opening it and checking it. But I just did a little reverse shear on top of on the, on the stove and then just popped it down there and went to work. And it came out, came out great. Came out that's great, a, came out fast, came out easy. That just sounds like a legendary eating experience. I really been going hard on the, on the steak, on the steak area of my life lately. Um, when I do cook steaks, are you coming back or what are you doing? No, I'm saying I've been going, I've been, whenever I do cook, yeah, I don't eat a lot of red meat at the moment. I just kind of, I don't know. I haven't even really tried to not. I just haven't. I'm jealous, brother. I like I eat like I eat like I I enjoy steaks. I enjoy hamburgers and stuff. I just haven't been eating a lot lately. Yeah, I need red meat. It's just like I'm so accustomed to eating it, and I mean, grew up on it. You know, living yeah. in Texas, it's what we got. You know, sausage, brisket, steak, pulled pork. I mean, I get you. But eventually, too, we got to think. We got to think if we, I mean, but you work out a lot. So it's not even like an issue. Right. Like if you didn't work out a lot, we can't be eating like how we eat, like how we yeah. used to eat. I can't be eating uh, eat. cheese, cheeseburger pizzas. Yeah. See, I don't, I think, I don't remember the last time I like, ate like a whole pizza. Cheeseburger, so like cheeseburger pizzas always are a little bit rough. Cheeseburger pizzas is aggressive. Like, just get a, like, if you want to get a cheeseburger that bad, just get a cheeseburger. Like, why you got to get a pizza of a cheeseburger? It's just doing too much. Have you had, have you had cheeseburger pizza or? I have, but you're giving the wrong people their money. You know what I'm saying? If you want a hamburger, you want a cheeseburger, get a cheeseburger. Don't get a cheeseburger pizza. Give the wrong people money. Now I'm hungry. Thanks, Chad. That's what I'm here for. I, I I just talk about food, but I don't eat it. I just make I just drink a lot of water. That's what I've been doing. Like at and night, like when I get hungry, like at night when I get hungry, I just go drink like a gallon of water and I fall asleep. I need to call a cheeseburger factory. One eight hundred cheeseburger. Can I get five cheeseburgers? You can go on Uber Eats right now. See what you did, brother. Now I got five cheeseburgers coming. If you had five, if you had five guys go to your house, I'd be on my way over there right now. I'd come get some five guys if you had five guys on the way with some Cajun fries. Love a good Cajun fry. Cajun At, fries, bro. Every time All it does day. a trick. All day. I'm okay. I'm okay with taking a year off my life to go get some Cajun fries. I don't. I feel like Cajun fries aren't they healthier for you? You know the no. spice gets All the, that the little fiber. Grease is grease, brother. Yeah, grease is grease, but I don't feel I don't feel like Cajun fries are gonna hurt you any more than a sack of McDonald's fries. 
I'm I'm saying every time we go get that stuff, it takes a year off because it's not healthy at all. It, it does clog things up. I'll tell you that. Do you get your blood work done, Chad? Uh, I have. I got my blood work done last year. I haven't got it done this year. Brother, it's a hand plant podcast. Friendly reminder that getting your blood work is a healthy thing to do. It is. But at the moment, I'm really not trying to go anywhere near a healthcare facility. You got a point. Now I'm worried. Now, I, now I, you're right. If I go into the testing area, is it going to be like? You know what I'm saying. I'm not. I'm not trying to go anywhere near this shit. That's why. I, like I, a, that's why I've been doing such a good job. I've been working. I've not been doing a great job, but I've been working to do a really good job of quarantining. Because, I mean, I'd rather not catch it. Or pass it to somebody who can't catch it. Very true. I'm definitely going to be wearing my Rona suit when I go up in there. Yeah, but I mean, I, I'm, I'm masked up. I got like four masks. Four masks. Have Maybe. you seen those shield things that some yeah, people I'm have? Yeah, I'm not doing all that. I'm not doing that. I'm not. I'm not. It's not that serious. I'm not going to lie. I kind of like it. I think. I think I could. I think I get away with it. Just wear these. But they're still going to get pissed at you if you're not covering your mouth. These are yeah, like, but I have, but I have the, but I have the mask. I have the mask that covers this, right? Right. And then I have the eyes cover too, so I have everything. And then these lenses pop out, so I can put clear ones in, and I can wear them all day. Honestly, from a scientific perspective, that's very true too. Yeah, it's absolutely true, but it's also scientifically true. More, more coverage, area. more coverage, and more. Uh, polarization less you know? uvs on the eyeballs you know what i'm saying i'm I'm out here i want to see for a long time that's why there's so much science I, behind uh light refraction and all of that you know exactly and that's why whenever people look at my phone they always like why is your tech so big are you blind i'm not blind i just don't want to stress my eyes so i have my text turned up as big as it possibly can go so i honestly i think i might get into that too because What's our reason like to have that. it small? Yeah. Huh. Does it strain the eyes? Like, yeah, yeah, it does. Absolutely. Yeah. You think about it. Now you got to squint. You got to like actually look at it. You do. It's tough. And you can't be letting the eyes get too old on you too quick. Hey, yo. This is Peter again. Checking on in with you. And now we're moving a little bit forward in the conversation to where me and Chad talked about his recent incredible weight loss journey he's been on, where he's lost a lot of weight, over 60 pounds, as you will hear. And we are live in three, two, bada binger. Chad, so 67 pounds. Yeah. Give me the time frame. When did this loss begin? When did this loss conclude or has it concluded has not concluded okay uh, what's, what's our target i want to get down to like 195 brother I think I, down, I think I think i get out under 200 are you staying down there i want to just i want to get there and i want to float i want to float around 200 205 are you doing iron man no i'm not doing iron man okay brother i can't run 26 miles Wow, I, that's very impressive. 
You're going to be in insane cardio shape. Yeah. Great, but I, I great. cannot run. I can't, only thing is I can't run 26 miles. Like, cause my back, like if I run three miles, my feet go to sleep when I run three miles from my legs down, my knees down. Sciatica. Yeah. From on both sides, they just go to sleep when I hit three miles when I run. So brother, I feel your pain. What I do is the, uh, they've got that triple threat elliptical. I oh, think yeah. for if you want to get like a running simulation to get the legs churning. Yeah. But I mean, I'm just pedaling. So, and I don't need to run as long as I stretch, like I'm cool. Like I'm, I'm so content with what I do. How many miles are you hitting a day? Uh, I, what, what I'm, whenever I'm on my bike trainer, I don't keep track of miles. I just keep track of like calories. So Throw me a number. I'll do like, like a low day recently was like, 1100 that was a low day that is uh on let me check i have it on my app any mileage uh i don't i think the law i think the one i did with matt i've done 225 mile i did a 25 mile ride with matt once and then a 22 mile ride outside with matt once i love to hear that cruising yeah but like okay so on july on july 6th so three days ago at yeah. three twenty six PM I bur- I did twelve hundred and five calories. And then yesterday I did burpees and I did a thousand ninety calories and that's just burpees. I can't say and it enough how much respect I have for the burpee grind. Honestly. And then on fourth of July did four hundred burpees did that. for the fourth. What if everyone just started doing burpees a ton? America would be in good shape. It works every muscle. It does everything. Yeah. You got to be squat. You do a push up. You pull your abs. You work your shoulders. You do everything. Do your chest. You got to be healthy. You got to be healthy to do them. But it works everything. If you're healthy, do them. Get a few in. Knock a few out. Knock three out. Why not? Do two when you wake up. I mean, the way I do them, I just do them in sets of 10. So that it's never like overwhelming. Like sometimes I'll do like a set of 20 if I feel good, but I just do I like that. 40 sets. I'll just do like 40 sets of 10. Throughout the day. No, I do. I do them at like one time, but. Uh, I, I thought you were just like, oh, it's uh, it's 7.25 a.m. I just ate my cereal. Might as well pump out seven right now. Oh, no, no, no. I, I, I block like an hour, hour and a half. I block like an hour and a half to two hours out. And I'll just go outside and knock them out in like the hottest part of the day. Impressed by by both time approaches. Because I want I want the heart rate up. Because I'm I'm really working to sweat a lot. You do want the heart rate up, but it is good to work the uh, the uh, anytime senses. You know, the alert senses. Yeah, you just pop down and just have to do burpees. You know, you never know when. Boom, Clark Kent style, twenty, no problem. That's what Hunter does with his pull-up bar in his bathroom. Oh, yeah. I've just been uh, – I've got a cedar block. So I've been grabbing the cedar block and doing any exercise with it. Anytime I walk by it, feels good. I can do That's anything with it. what I do with these kettlebells. Do you have the Bowflex ones? No, I just have – 
the good old iron, the cast iron, the good, the good shit. Cast iron kettlebell. I love kettlebells, and behind and kettlebell shoulder press is a beautiful thing. It's stabilized. It's all stabilization. It's so good. It really hits the rear delt. Just all look, just all this. Which the rear delt is your biggest shoulder muscle, at least in a healthy world, it should be. I don't know how healthy I am, man. I don't know if that's my biggest muscle in my shoulder. I'm going to be honest. Brother, Chad, do we copy? Do we copy, brother? Over. Yes, Pete. Yes. Do you hear me? Copy that? Yes, copy that. Roger that? Roger that. Perfect. I can hear you now, brother. Okay, good. I'm clear. All right. We are to a very special part of the podcast, a historic, beautiful tradition of the Hand Planet podcast, and that is the beloved Would You Rathers. The Would You Rather questions are before us to help us explore our thought process, to help us have a little chuckle. And most importantly, to force us to answer insane questions written on the internet. Always a great time. Chad, have you ever played Would You Rather? Just just out of curiosity. I have. I have played before. How'd it go? My answers aren't my answers haven't been posted on the internet, so we'll see how this goes. You're a good guy. Yeah, You're gonna I have know. Excellent, excellent. I know it's gonna be funny. I'm I'm excited for it. I'm I'm gonna laugh. I love the energy, brother. And I'll tell you what, I always got to do my disclaimer. The questions could be thought provoking, scientific, deep, crazy, stupid, funny, goofy. I don't know. The only rule, the one and only rule, is you got to answer, and I'll answer with you. And uh, anything outside of the question that isn't said in the question is up for interpretation. Okay. Roger? Roger that. Here we go. Would you rather be able to run as fast as a cheetah or be able to fly, but you can only fly as fast as a tortoise. I think I think I'd like to uh, to run. I think it'd just be more efficient. I think so too. I feel like the like, tortoise thing would be like a party trick. Yeah, and then what's the point of going to? What's the point of trying to cross the Atlantic if you're gonna go like a tortoise? Yeah, it's like, hey, guys, I'm floating over here. I'm, I'm Wait, going to the other side like, of the room. Like, you just watch a cruise ship just fly past you. You watch a cruise ship fly past you. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not down for I'm going to run. I'm going to just run super fast. Another insane thing to factor in on that question is, okay, so if you can only fly as fast as a tortoise, there's only a certain amount of height you can go before you're like, 
I'm hungry. Yeah. Like I got to fly down. And if I don't fly down quick enough, what happens? Yeah. Can what you... if you have to go to the bathroom? Oh, that's you just dropping bombs on people from the sky. Like that's foul. That's foul. That's very, that's very obscene. And we would never want that occurring in the streets. Yeah. See, so that's why we're, that's why we're choosing the sensible answer of running as fast as cheetah. That'd be next level. I'm a big cheetah Perf- guy. Same brother. Beautiful, phenomenal, powerful, Speed. great animal all around. One of the ultimate predators. I love him. All Speed. right, brother. Question number two. Coming right at you. We're keeping it lighthearted on this one. Would you rather vacation in the mountains? Vacation at the beach. I think at this point, I'd rather go to the mountains. I've been to the beach a lot, and I, I, I want to experience something new. I think I think I'm I think I'm gonna go roll mountains. I also would go mountains because couldn't agree with you more. Every time you do go to the mountains, it's a completely new adventure, completely new environment, and. The one, you know, leg up it has is that in the wild, there's wild animals. Exactly. So. And then the beach is the beach. Like how many, how many things of sand can you, can you go sit on? Yeah. How many right. crabs can you find before you go insane? Yeah. Or like, or like how chafed up do you want to be walking back to your hotel room? That always stings. I'm not a big fan yeah. of uh, chafe. The post, the post beach chafe is the worst. It makes it almost oh, yeah. not worth it. Oh, absolutely. Especially with uh, just, you know, having little bigger quads. Yeah, big old thighs. It, it, ain't, it. It, ain't, it ain't a good combo, I'll tell you that. But at All least right, we weren't brother. like our – at least, huh? Yo, fire away, fire away. I'm sorry. Oh, I'm saying at least we weren't like our, like our, our brother, uh, Austin Davis, with the ankles rubbing too, get double chafed. His ankles are looking pretty, uh, pretty sure. They've leaned now. up. They've leaned up, but he's leaned. He's got an day. eight pack. I know. I'm talking about back in the day, Austin. I'm gonna talk about new. Oh Austin. yeah. I know. Back in the day, Austin. We love Austin. What a guy. Yeah, out there in North Carolina, killing it. He's crushing it, brother. All right, brother Chad. I gotta, I gotta keep rolling with question number three. And we're going to pull it out of the box here. Would you rather slowly walk across red hot coals or put your hand on a hot iron for 10 seconds? So are they like, is it like fair factor hot coals? Up to interpretation, brother. I can't, I can't. Can't decide. Honestly, though, because losing the function of your hand after 10 seconds would not be dope. I think my feet could take more of a beating than my hand. I'll do the feet all day. Yeah. I think I don't, dude. Can you imagine accidentally? Do you know how bad it hurts me just accidentally touch a cast iron skillet? As humans, hands are what make us incredible. You yeah, need your hands. Yeah. Okay. We're on the same team there. We're good. We're on the same team, and also I'm absolutely on that team. 
I'm blanking on his name right now, but there's a incredible bodybuilder who's he's a he's a beast and a super hard worker from France. Swole swole dude doesn't have any legs below like half half of his quad. Yeah. And he gets after it. But he's so famous and so swole because he's got a good set of hands. Team hands. You heard it here first. Big hand. All guy. right, brother. Moving on to another good old would you rather. And we are going to go with pulling one out of the old hat. Hopefully, I don't pull out the rabbit. Okay. This one looks like a long one. So it looks like it's going to be interesting. Chad, would you rather have a pet skunk that sprayed you once a month aggressively or a pet porcupine that quilled you once a month? See, the thing is, I can kind of like think about how bad the skunk thing, I kind of can, but I don't even understand how fast and how aggressive those shooting spikes are. I don't know they if they hook kill in, people. They hook I don't in. know if they're, they're insane. They hook in once they're in you. There's a hook on the end of it. That blows my mind. It's like a fishing hook. Dude, I get sprayed. I'm not pulling those out of me every time. It's like getting have shot, you seen the videos? Have you seen I the videos that. of the dogs? Have you seen the videos of the dogs and stuff like with porcupines all in their mouths? Oh God, I don't even want to talk about it. I don't even want to Dude, go. Like there. in nature, they like in nature, those dogs die. Like the wolves and stuff, they die. Like that's it. Well, yeah, no, I'm not. They're, they're I'm getting, not getting through, porcupine. I'm not getting, getting porcupine. into a battle with uh, the wrong guy. They want to munch into a I'd rather, get, I'd rather get aggressively sprayed with a skunk and have a and have a plan to get rid of the scent because there, there has to be a plan to get rid of it. Yeah, you right? just gotta go like, like if go I can go run choose, through the car wash. Yeah, like if I if I can choose like okay, if I get sprayed in a barn that's like specially for me to get sprayed, then I can immediately then I then the, that's all my terms. I'd rather get sprayed by a skunk. I'm not getting I'm not getting quilled. I refuse to get quilled, for real. That sounds so awful. Another one that we are on the same page with. We are team. Do not we're, get we're quilled. We're just Ferda. We're just Ferda as they come. Ferda as they come. Brother, last one. And hopefully the best one. But we shall see. Chad... Would you rather wear the same pair of socks for a month or wear the same pair of underwear for a week? I think I'd rather wear the same pair of socks, bro. Yeah, and absolutely. That's it. That's an easy one. Yeah, and then, and then just like deal with just having to wash your feet or like actually wash your feet all the time. I'd be fine with that. I'm not trying to walk around stinky, like actually shitty and stinky. 
So like, cause he, I mean, I guess you have to wear them. You have to wear them when you work out too, right? Yeah. Yeah. So no, I'd rather, I'd much rather wear socks. Well, hey, I don't know if it's why you work out, but I'm assuming it's for the 24 hour span each day. I mean, I'd shower, I'd shower with my socks and I'd, I'd shower during the day and go sit outside yeah. and dry my feet and my socks off together in the sun. See, I, I have a plan. I already beat, I already beat it. I'm good. That was an easy one. Yeah. All right. Are there not any crazy ones? If you want crazy, I guess I we gotta do what. I guess we gotta do what Lemonade wants to do. So we got a little bonus exclusive, brother. Can always say next. Because we got other ones. But would you rather wake up next to your ex or wake up next to a hungry baby tiger? I'd rather wake up next to my ex. <laughs> that, sound, that sounds more pleasant. <laughs> you know what? I love it. And I think that's a phenomenal answer because a tiger is – an animal that should be in the wild. Yes. And even if they are small, their teeth are still bigger than my thumb. But they're huge. I'm not trying to get bit. True. Very I'm an true. anti I am an anti getting bit guy, personally. In all right. facets of life. I don't want to be bit. That doesn't yep. that doesn't work with me. Doesn't, doesn't work with me either, brother. Does not don't fit bite, in the box. Don't bite me. Only 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 angry animals. I should get me. a. I should just get a chest tattoo that says "Don't bite me." Or yeah, no bite zone, that, brother. But um, or no bite zone. Or like a stop is... sign. Or like a stop sign, and it says "bite" in the middle instead of "stop." Huh? Would that entice people to do it, or would that? I think. Tell I think them, they, as long as you have the, as long as you say like it's red stop sign, stop sign. Like, just don't bite me. Well, brother, try telling people not to do it, and then if that doesn't work, then go to it. But if you're already at that stage where you you told people, go ahead and do what you do what you gotta do. I'm about to just start swinging. It's all good. Hey, you gotta do what you gotta do, brother. Hey, sometimes you gotta fight for your life in there. You know what I'm saying? It's rough out here. It's rough. But life is good. Life's awesome. We love life. Hell of a time. Always a good time, honestly. Yeah. Dude, this is fun. I'm enjoying this. This is a cool. I can't believe it's already 137. I feel like, dude, talking like this goes so fast. It goes by pretty quick. And yeah. each and every time I've done it, it's been the same way. And it's it's a good feeling because – there's a lot of time in life where we are looking at the clock being like, oh, I'm just hoping it gets to blank in yeah. the shower so I can chill or, or I can do X, Y, or Z. And we're shooting the breeze, having a good time, making some special memories and sharing some special content. stories. Got some content. And 
and locking them in the modern history books, you'll love to see it. No doubt yeah. about it. Well, I think that wraps up the phenomenal, incredible, and a hell of a time, would you rather? Chad, great responses, very analytical, and very uh, very reasonable. I, I got to give it to you. That's what I am. That's what he is, ladies and gents. Anyways, back to the podcast. We're, we're healthy. We're happy. We're doing Gucci. Brother, we've been crushing it. Sharing yeah, legendary stories, dropping some beautiful wisdom. And as mentioned earlier in the episode, the goal of this podcast is to leave our mark in history. And I can say we've successfully done that. So without further ado, ladies and gentlemen, Chad and I are closing the curtains on Hand Planet Podcast, episode number five. If you love the episode today, or if you even just love one snippet, go ahead and do me a favor. Share this with your mom, your dad, any of your friends, your grandma, your grandpa, anyone who needs more good vibes in their life. Because, as I always say, there ain't no such thing as overdosing on the good vibes. If you want to connect with Chad, Chad is on Instagram, Facebook, LinkedIn at Chad underscore Whitener. And he is a hell of a connection and a great guy to know and to have in your circle. And I'm happy he's in mine. So with that being said, ladies and gents, I love you. I hope you do great things today. Go out there into the world and spread some good vibes and spread some positivity because that's what life's all about. Till next time, ladies and gents, cheers.